Hello, welcome back all you cats and kids lovers. This is Brad. And Roger. We are here to talk about changing things up today. Um, not changing up what we're doing here in the podcast, but we're getting into the doldrums of winter, getting near the end of a semester here, Roger. And I gotta tell you, I'm feeling tired and worn out. I've been trying to prod kids and get them going. And, and with little success for some of the students, and I think that's because they're kind of sick of the semester too and they're ready for a change. Yeah, I, I think it's worse when you live in a cold climate this time of year for motivation kids and motivating yourself and it's just cold and icy and welcome uh, back all you cats and kids lovers so just like that roger sometimes you just got to switch stuff up you were saying i was saying what was i saying i was saying winter is not a good thing and brad i know you've tried to jump out of your basement window Several times, yes. Nothing seems to happen, thank God. And of course, we're we're kind of making light of stuff, but but uh, really, it's like, how do you stay motivated? How do you stay feeling good about being a teacher when it seems it's like uh, pulling teeth to try to get kids to respond to stay on task? So first of all, we just want to honor and. Um, acknowledge the fact that people get tired, burned out, maybe not long-term burned out, but get sick of things. They get in a slump or a rut. Right, right. Uh, nothing's worse than a rut. And uh, and what do you do about it? And, and Brad and I were talking before we were uh, recording, and it's like, how many answers do we have? And it's such an individual thing what you do, and it's having to force yourself. Uh, Brad, you're a jogger, right? Yeah, I like I go out with some friends in the mornings a few days a week, and it's kind of nice socially to get out, and the exercise is good. We even do it in the wintertime, put spikes on our shoes, call them crampons. But we didn't get out today. It was too cold. We don't like going out in the negatives. And so, although I use that as a relief and it helps me, wasn't able to do that today. Right, right. And it, uh, it part of it goes to the weather. Part of it goes, you don't want to freeze anything important when you're out there. Uh, Brad, have you read the uh, book or heard about the book Spare by uh, Prince What's-His-Face? Uh, Henry? Not Henry. The, the guy who married the girl from uh, uh, America, and they live in California now, Prince... William? Uh, I don't remember his name. Harry. It is Harry. Harry, yeah. Henry, kind of like Harry. Yeah. And uh, anyway, uh, we've got an adult audience here, but he, in the book, talks about where he froze an appendage while he was out. A sensitive out. area. Very jogging. sensitive area. And, yeah. uh, and of course, that can happen uh, anytime. Getting back to what we're talking about, exercise, and I used to exercise quite a bit. I, I had a treadmill, you know, but when you turn 106, you, you don't do as much. Well, sometimes you got to just get out and go to 
cub or walk around you, the parking you gotta lot. You got to do stuff. Yeah, even if you're not a teacher, you you got to change things up uh, in order to uh, to make it through the night, as the old song goes. So one of the things I was thinking, just uh, self-care to change things up. Yep, yep. Some people aren't into yoga or stretching or exercise um, in an in-house kind of environment, but maybe to change things up, you do that. They've got a lot of videos out now, YouTube videos yep. on relaxing and exercising. And um, sometimes it's just changing what you're used to. So let's talk about how to change what you're used to. We've talked a little bit about yep. for your self-care yep. in the classroom for maybe a day or a week or two. Um, that might help change things up for the students and bring some energy or make things a little different. Or maybe it just kind of helps you take the edge off your grumpiness or your rut. We know that athletes sometimes change their underwear, wear it backwards or whatever so that um, to get out of maybe a hitting slump. So one of the ideas that um, we've been tossing around here in class is maybe you got to go out and get some plants. Plants? Yeah. So maybe you go out and you're like, Go to the flower store and pick up a couple of plants. Whether or not you have windows in the classroom or not, you're going to add some color. Yeah. And um, something that helps bring in some new oxygen, carbon dioxide filters <laughs> into the room. Or, I don't know, just brighten up the space in a different way, whether you're a plant person or not. Yeah, it's a good idea. That's absolutely great idea. Uh, do you have snakes at your house? No, I don't have snakes, but but I, yeah. But I mean, bringing an aquarium in, and I don't say you don't bring in totally weird stuff, but but my stepson has a couple of tarantulas, and you know, to even bring those in a confined aquarium and just have it on your desk, and the kids say, "What's this for?" And you get the whole topic rolling, and if you're smart enough or good enough. Even to relate that to a lesson you might be having. Or like fish. They sell fish. those beta fish. Yep. And you can't put them together. They claim or they'll kill each yeah, other. Yeah, they'll fight. But you could have the fishes. It's a topic. It's a color. Exactly. It, it looks different. Another thing that might help things out. So we were talking visually here. Yeah. But maybe you switch things up from the sound perspective. So one of the ideas that I've used from time to time is playing music. So I like music that the kids don't necessarily like, and it's got to be school-appropriate music. But maybe if you're teaching in a secondary school during passing time, you're playing music in your classroom. Exactly. And Good idea. maybe it just gives you a break, or maybe it gives them some energy. You're just changing things up a little bit well i i forget which greek philosopher it was that said heal thyself and unless you feel good about what's going on in the classroom in the world at the time you're not going to be able to teach kids right and maybe some of that is just for you mm -hmm. that in, in in the long term is also going to help the kids so along the music side of things something else i was thinking about um our podcast is on a few different venues, but we use Spotify. 
And having a Spotify account, you know, you can grab songs and put them into lists. So what if you surveyed your class and asked them to give you some songs, tell them that they got to be school appropriate, but this is a song you'd listen to if you're feeling down or if you're needing some energy. And you use that as your playlist, either during work time or that beginning and end of class. And when they hear their song, hey, that's cool. Um, Give them some energy. They probably don't say it's cool. Maybe they'd say it's pretty cringy, but... Well, they that's part of the you, you get the buy-in from the kids. Yeah, that they're 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 reconstructing their own learning. Yeah, which there's a, probably books out there written about that. But yeah, that they, I mean, it's it's uh, on the edges, but they are having a part of pulling themselves and you out of the funk, if you will, of January, February, and probably even into March. One last thing, back to like the visual side, and I know plants are visual, but they also provide a scent, is maybe you have some students that are artistic. Yes. And as you're walking around the room, you kind of know who those kids are that are drawers or painters. And maybe you ask them, hey, do you have any artwork that you'd be willing to, for me to post up or share? And we don't even have to tell them it's yours, but... um I don't know, something to add something different to the environment that makes you happy or that other people will notice or maybe spur on other conversations that you can relate back to class. Right. And and I know we were kind of closing this down, but you, you, you talked about honoring the, the feelings. I yes. think to, again, get honest with the kids and say, hey, are you feeling like we're going nowhere? Are you feeling, are you sick of it all, of the clouds? And and most of them are going to, yeah, I'm Mr. Benson, me too. Uh, and, and just be honest about how everybody's feeling. It's and important to honor that. It is. And uh, not say, oh, everything's fine. Open your book to page 23. We uh, just got to get through this. We got to get through it. And, and the state says we got to do it. And. Uh, but but to be honest with kids uh, that, hey, we, we need to work on this. Do you think that I could ever just like bring in my cat to switch things up? I mean, this is a cat's program. Of course. I, I think your cat, you could you could probably bring in again uh, that your cat doesn't hurt anybody. But yeah, uh, I wouldn't want it to bite anyway. I don't need losing my job. If you can't bring the cat in, maybe do a little video of your cat. Oh, yeah, Yeah. that's better. Here's my cat, and here's me holding my cat. Here is me cleaning the cat litter. And and uh, yeah, and then we could calculate the volume of cat litter for the math class and how much it costs. Yeah, oh, now we're talking now. Now we're talking. Cats and kids, that's who we are. All right. Thank you very much for listening. We hope um, acknowledging the fact that it gets hard here um, in the wintertime at the end of semesters and also that the kids are going through it too and acknowledging it with them and switching things up just a little bit may add energy back into your room. Hope you have a good rest of your week. Stay warm.
That sound means that it's the end of another episode. But before we wrap up and go feed our kitties, we want to remind you that if you have ideas of warm-ups or icebreakers or other strategies, please share them on our Facebook page or comment below. And remember, when you enter the classroom, you can love cats, but you must love kids more. Have a good day.